Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right, I have an unbelievable story. It happened with uh, Kelsey. I'm not going to share it right now because I'm going to share it with her. Because it's like half her story, half my story. But she's the one that had the experience, so I want her to share it. But uh, basically, we manifested something like insanely, like, like very down to kind of like a lot of details. And so it's a really cool story, so I'll share that soon because she'll be in town this weekend but i wanted to talk about counseling because i do i've done emdr people probably don't know what that like what that is and to be honest i don't really either all i know is you have these two little things that you put into your palms or they have a light there's a light that will go back and forth you follow it or you put these little things in your palms and they'll buzz back and forth. It's supposed to engage your brain in a like in a different way to where it's more helpful to like process things from your past. And so I'm sure I mean you gotta just try things sometimes to believe them. Like I was thinking, what's the harm? Like I get buzzers in my hands. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think it's just like it puts you in like more of like a trance where you're just actually like like you're almost hypnotized by like the buzzing or the light. And so your brain is free to think. So you could probably do this like thinking on long runs. You could do it in a sensory deprivation tank. But a counselor is really helpful at like engaging. So I was talking to a couple people today and I was just talking about my past and like what I do in counseling. And I was like, it's really cool because what you do is you you basically look at your life, you look at who you are now, and you look at like the problems you're having. So for me, like relationships, like I feel like I have a hard time trusting people and wanting to like commit to people cuz I feel like me being with somebody equals sacrificing myself. That's what I've associated like really important relationships and a lot of that comes from my LDS upbringing because you get married young, you have kids, you have responsibilities. And so you're like, you're basically giving your life to like something that you don't sometimes feel like you picked. You feel like you kind of just got like almost conned into something. And then you're just so committed because giving up when you're so far in and you have an income and stuff is so hard to give up that you just do it. You do it forever, even if you don't believe in it. And so for me, EMDR, like I go back to the moment where I was like a kid and we think about like a relationship, like maybe one with like my mom or my dad and maybe one where like they would be like, Tyler, get your church clothes on. We're saying your prayers. You need to go to elders quorum. You need to go to primary. You need to go up there and smile really big and sing the song. And I was just like, I fucking hate this and I don't want to do it. But most of that stuff wasn't damaging. But then you go back into moments where it's like, like where a relationship feels like where it might be like a trap for me. And so the church is kind of, I feel like where that happened because all the way up through high school, I feel like I was myself. Um, 
I was very true to myself. And then I got to high school and went to college and decided to go on a mission. And it wasn't like I was forced into going on a mission, but there's a lot of pressure to go because I wanted other people in my family to go and I wanted my parents to be happy. And it was just something that was so important to them that I didn't want to disappoint them. And I was too young to know what I was committing to. So if I could go back to that moment, knowing what I know now, I would talk to my mom. I wouldn't even talk to my mom or my dad. They were just doing the best that they knew. Like I can't get mad at them or blame them for anything because they might've picked the church because they see the church as the happiest way of living life. And if they believe it, why would you not do that? It makes perfect sense. But now that I don't believe it, I would go back and just tell myself, if I could talk to myself, this is what I do with like the EMDR. You go back and you talk to your little kid self. This is what I do. I don't know if this is what everybody does, but this is what I would do if I'm going to work on your stuff This is as a counselor for you guys. And this is just something like, I'm not a counselor. I'm not licensed. I do not, I don't know what I'm doing, but this has worked for me with a lot of things. So I go back to myself in that moment and I say, hey, Tyler, this is a huge commitment. You're going to have to go through this temple ceremony. We're going to have to promise a lot of things that maybe are like you don't even understand. And you're going to get pressured into committing to these promises that are essentially going to take over your whole life. And then you're going to have pressure sexually. You're not going to be able to do anything from right now until you get married. If you do, there's going to be a lot of guilt. People are going to want you to do interviews. It's going to be like a lot of pressure on you that maybe like you want to think about before making this decision. Maybe talk to like some people inside the church, outside the church, get a good feel for like what this is before you fully commit to it. And you're probably going to end up because you're going to want to have sex so bad. You're going to want to get married really quickly. And so you're going to know the person. You're probably going to love the person, but you know, you're a little bit like crazy, right? like you always have been, maybe like live out some years real quick where you get some stuff out of your system. Just think about doing that because if you get married and you have kids right away, you're going to have a lot of responsibilities. Those responsibilities are going to equal to like a job. You're going to have to support them. You're going to have to make money. And so if you took a little bit of time to figure out your passions and what you really love in life, then you could make money with something that you love and you can support a wife and kids based on something that is very meaningful to you rather than to commit to this now and then 10 years from now realize that like you're in a career and a religion that you don't like and now your marriage is falling apart also because you lost yourself so you weren't the best sense of yourself so you weren't really there for yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's the thing, like whatever I'm teaching my kids now, 20, 30 years from now, they're going to come back and talk to themselves and be like, your dad, he was, he was a little bit crazy. He was just doing the best he could. Maybe you wish he would have like done this better or this better or this better, but like he did do these things. So I'd also go talk to myself and I'd say this, just look at what you have, like be appreciative of like what your parents have created for you. You have a loving home. You have a faith where you believe in something that's actually like beneficial and brings joy and like happiness to people's lives. 
you like you don't have to worry about your parents being alcoholics you don't have to worry about drugs with your parent your parents have provided this very safe home but in a lot of homes there's a lot of probably like lies and things where the parents aren't like my mom's just very devout like great 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 like one of the best people ever and so she's just very committed she's a very committed i'm like very jealous of her that she has this like attitude and this commitment that she can just fully commit to something like it's a really good thing like to be fully committed to your religion be fully committed to your relationship be fully committed to like things that are important to you for me the only thing that was hard is like i would tell myself like you're gonna fully commit to something that you don't want to commit to and so i think it works out in cases where like my mom she committed to something that substantially made her life a lot better for me it was like it was a good environment i'm not gonna lie like but i felt like it was really hard to be the best version of myself because i was talking to the counselor today and we were talking about like other relationships where I have, and I was like, individualism is the most important thing to me. Like that's the most important thing to me. So if I have close family or friends or people that still my individualism from, from me, it's like, for whatever reason, it's like hard for me. And I get like, my emotions get involved. And like, I go back and I talk to myself and I'm like, hey, like you feel this way because you're not like, you're not allowed to be yourself. Like you have to fit within this box and even though you feel different, and this is how I would imagine like if you were gay inside of the Mormon church, how you would probably feel. You would probably feel very like scared. You'd feel very scared to come out and tell people that like you are gay because you might actually believe it. And then that's even a scarier belief because if you believe it, then you believe that you're not accepted. So now if you believe like you're not accepted into a faith, where you need to complete all these like ceremonies, baptisms, all these things that are going to get you to like eternal life. If you no longer believe that you now think of yourself as like not being saved. So now you're not part of the atonement. Now you're not part of like the big plan that you've been teaching people that you've been part of. And it's a very, like, I'm not, I didn't come out as gay, but I like leaving the church was it's like so difficult, like almost like the, ex and I'm not saying it's an excuse, but like just to, to say you're gay and that's the reason you don't want to be in the church. It's, I would sometimes like, I would have liked to have that because just to leave because I don't believe. And like, that's obviously what happens with gay people also, but like people just know like, oh, okay, yeah, you don't really fit into that. For me, it's like, you have like a wife and you have three kids and like, look at your life. I talked to this guy and he's like, look at your life. Is your life better now? Or was it better in the church? I said, give me a fucking like second to put my life back together. My life just like, it's just been going. It's just been going. And like, I haven't had a second to really like figure this out. And it's like, I just need a couple years to step away from this religion and step away from like, what I've been doing for so long and like reassess the situation. And then I would say now two years, I'm like, what, like seven years. I don't even know. It's gotta be seven, maybe six, seven years, eight years since I left the church. 
I was kind of half in, half out for a while. But like since I lost my beliefs, I guess. So I don't know how long I was going after I lost my faith. But once I lost my faith, I was probably like, uh, I lived there for six and a half years. Yeah, probably eight years. And I'm just now getting to a place where I'm like, like, I I hung on. I was in a marriage, though, where, like, the faith was still pretty important for a while. And so now that's not an issue, but, like, it was a big issue. And it caused, it's just a lot. Like, I've talked about all this in the past, but, like, it led to, like, me having an affair. And, like, I beat myself up over that. So I had to go back and talk to myself about that one and be like, hey, you were just doing the best you could. You made a mistake. Like, and, like, you just have to go back and, like, you got to talk to yourself and you have to give yourself, like, a break. And EMDR, counselors, therapy, it's just a good way for you to take a break from the world. Just take a step back and really, like, process things. Like, let yourself have time. It's important. It's very important. You need to, like, like I said when I was moving my house, like, you want to declutter you have to take time to move like yeah if you want your house not to be cluttered you have to take a little bit of time to throw stuff into the garbage can and move the garbage out to the garbage to the curb and if you just keep piling it up your house is going to be covered in a big fucking pile of shit anyway those are my thoughts thank you goodbye <laughs>